Hey guys, so here with me today for this podcast is Garrett Brooks. He's an assistant athletic trainer of Azusa Pacific, and he's just going to be here to help me uh, tell more about the field of kinesiology and how he's gotten his credentials. So, um, Garrett, uh, how was your education background when you decided to become an athletic trainer? Um, So I decided to become an athletic trainer uh, in college, so I did four years at Baylor University. My undergrad was in kinesiology with an emphasis in exercise science and health promotion. Um, interned while I was there, got hours for grad school, and did my master's at California Baptist University, which was two years of my master's in athletic training. So how did doing an internship help you figure out what you wanted to be? So in the beginning when I was trying to, I knew that I wanted to be with sports. Um, and at first I wanted to be in sports management, business and stuff. I didn't enjoy business as much and so I went to the other side, the medical side of the sports. And um, was immediately, I didn't know about athletic training, so I immediately went to physical therapy and interned there. And I think the patient population that I worked with um, at that internship was older population, so elderly patients and then younger kids, so younger mm-hmm. athletes. Um, and at the time, I didn't really enjoy either one of those patient populations because they um, didn't have a lot of drive to want to help themselves. They didn't have big goals, um, whereas competitive athletes normally, like they wanted to be better, they would do anything they had to during rehab because they had a big goal and they wanted to get back to their sport. Um, so that, pe- that population I didn't really enjoy as much. There are aspects of physical therapy that work with athletes and stuff, that was just my experience. Um, and so then I tried something different and I went uh, to athletic training and interned with athletic trainers and really enjoyed that population the most and got to, I enjoyed being out at practices and games um, and I tried enjoyed the emergency aspect of it, being a first responder. Um, so the internship aspect kind of led me to athletic training because it allowed me to figure out where I exactly I wanted to be and what uh, I was able to intern at different levels and stuff. And so I realized what level I wanted to be at um, it also gave me contacts and allowed me to grow my network of um, colleagues to get into grad school and get future jobs and stuff like that. Nice. So with that, there are good and bad parts to this job. And so what would you say are the hardest parts of being an athletic trainer here? The hardest parts are probably um, the hours that we normally work. Um, we're usually the first ones here and the last ones to leave uh, for practices and games everything so that's normally the hardest part and then also just dealing with patients um, you guys are are great but then the you have to have a lot of empathy because you're seeing patients in pain all the time um, and so anytime that you see people you enjoy seeing them and stuff but they're coming in because they're in pain um, and so that part isn't something that we like talked a lot about in college or in school or anything like that um, but I think having a faith and being poured into outside of work allows you to pour into other people at work and so I think if you don't have that that aspect would nest like would be a little bit harder yeah and then following with that what would you say you enjoy the most about being an athletic trainer um the relationships that you get to build so um we are around like young people all the time and I enjoy being at this university because uh, it's Christian, mostly Christian patients and stuff and so you, or even if they're not, you to have hard conversations and deeper conversations than you can at most universities. So building that relationship with, the, with your athletes and your patients, I think allows you to give better care 
um, and better whole person care. So it's not just physical care, but you get more aspects of the whole person um, into there. And then um, working at this university in particular, you get to, we have resources outside of just our colleagues here. We work with PTs, um, physical therapy fellows, and uh, we have our orthopedic surgeon stuff. So the networking in here and being able to bounce ideas and um, stuff has been great also. Nice. So with bouncing back with internships, because you say you have to have, you make a lot of connections within the school and then without the school and just all around. So with internships, how important do you believe it is to create a relationship with like your internship and like the people around you? I think it was extremely important. That was probably the single most important thing that I did. Besides, you have to have your credentials to become an athletic trainer. You have to obtain Mm -hmm. that. But in order to get into those different programs and um, internships and stuff, a lot of it was relationships and who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, the, but the first internship I had was just kind of out of the blue. I emailed the head athletic trainer um, and got an internship somewhere. And um, that led to other internships because of who that person knew. Um, and then ultimately led to this job because uh, while I was at CBU, built a good relationship with the athletic trainers there, and they knew people at APU from being in the same conference, knew that there was a job opening and gave a good recommendation for me being here. So I think ultimately, like through the internship route and stuff like that, and being able to um, keep those relationships and know not only do good work while you're there and, and make relationships, but it's maintaining those relationships mm-hmm. while you go into your career because you never know where what that leads to later on. Yeah. So would you say that that's basically part of like the hardest path that you had to take when leading up to your career? Probably because it's a lot of hours that you have to work for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to do your education. You have to do your, all like homework and stuff like that. You guys know being athletes and stuff, the extra work that you have to put into, yeah. into it. Um, and so you're doing all this work for free and hoping to get a good career or a career at, at the end of it. Yeah. So with balancing out like school and like work hours and then now that you're in your career how do you balance your work hours and your at home life and your outside life? Yeah one of the biggest benefits about APU is most of the time our competition is on Thursdays and Saturdays and so we're automatically have some days off so that's amazing whereas some universities um, especially at higher levels are working seven days a week Um, and I think learning to put boundaries in place at like certain times of night not answering your phone or text or anything like that after a certain point um it's been incredibly beneficial and if we have a day off like we did yesterday no practice then being able to go home a little bit early um, spending time with family and stuff um, and being able to have connections whether that's friends or a church community outside of work that you can continue to be poured into and have relationships outside of there that continue to like build you up and not it's not just like a work family yeah. it's not just a work life but you have life outside of work it's mm-hmm. good um what do you think is the most um important thing that people don't really know about the field of athletic training um i think how broad the field is um that we we don't specialize in nutrition or mental health but we are trained to recognize certain things um, and we have to be trained in nutrition and um, how to properly fuel our athletes and stuff. And so I think there, and we're also first responders, whereas there's other professions that specialize in one thing, whether it's assessment rehab or they specialize in nutrition 
um, we have a very broad education um, and specialize in a few different things. So our assessment skills and um, emergency response and stuff like that are very good. That's like our bread and butter stuff that we have to know. And then we also have to um, be trained in rehab and like I talked about mental health and nutrition and all these other different aspects that go into like the whole person of a student athlete. Um, I think it's it's difficult maintaining all that mm -hmm. stuff and being able to keep up with everything and trying to be good at each of those things. And I think also the opposite side too is we're trained to a certain point and so we know when to refer out. We know mm -hmm. when when our specialty is done we can't do any more for that patient we have to send them to a nutritionist or we have to send them to a counselor mm -hmm. um, or different things or maybe physical therapy or orthopedic surgeon and stuff like that. So. Um, there's just a lot more to athletic training, I think, than most people would know. We're not just personal trainers. Like we're yeah. not personal trainers. <laughs> Definitely. And do you have future goals for yourself or anything that pertains to the field of athletic training? Yeah, my goals as right now, this was, this position, this university was, um, my goal out of college was to be a competitive Christian university um, and work with competitive athletes and stuff. And so I, that was a huge goal of mine. So being here, my goal is to be the best athletic trainer here that I can be. Um, we do a lot here um, in, in regards to motion and um, movement analysis, and we're, my uh, clinical philosophy is, is changing a little bit more away from manual therapy stuff um, to like movement analysis, and so um, we've been taking classes and courses and stuff like that too kind of transition our entire like APU sports medicines practice um, to that and looking at how the whole body works and how um, a knee injury might be related to um, a different part of the body that doesn't have pain necessarily but, but could be contributing to that knee pain um, and so the, my goal is to continue to work towards that and being the best clinician here that I can be. Nice. And last question, do you have any advice for someone pursuing a career in athletic training? Work hard, so it's a lot of work in the beginning, um, and being able to not, not be afraid to make mistakes. So if you have an internship or you want to observe not just athletic training but different professions, being able to make mistakes and being able to learn from those mistakes, I think um, that's our time to do that. and we. Mm -hmm learn the best sometimes when we do something wrong and we're like won't make that mistake ever again yeah. so I think just being able to get internship hours or observation hours or whatever it might be in different settings too because like with my physical therapy internship was just with one population and I didn't get to see a, a whole lot of other areas within physical therapy which there is mm -hmm. so um, I'd say if you want to get into athletic training observe one athletic trainer and then go to someone else like that's in a different setting maybe um, whether it's community college or high school or D1 versus D2 versus D3 there's so many different level, levels and then athletic training is expanding even past that where um, Broadway has athletic trainers and Disneyland has athletic trainers mm -hmm. and there's corporate businesses that have athletic trainers so there's so many different areas within that that like getting experience in different ones of those and see if that the athletic training profession as a whole mm -hmm. is intriguing to you or interests you yeah definitely well, thank you so much for giving me your time, and I really appreciate it for all that you do for us and the team, and just thank you for all your work. So that's all for today, guys, and thank you for listening.
Hey guys, so welcome back to my podcast and today I'm here with Courtney who is a senior here at Azusa Pacific and so today I'm just going to ask her questions on why she chose to study kinesiology and what she wants to do with her degree and any advice she has for us. So hey Courtney, so um, why did you choose your concentration of kinesiology? Hi, um, well I originally chose to be an AES concentration when I first got here like way too many years ago, which is crazy to me, but um, I chose AES because I thought that I wanted to do athletic training and then I heard uh, Dr. Wilson speak on, she's one of the professors here, um, she's awesome, Dr. Wilson speak on her experience in physical education and I immediately switched um, my second semester of being here and I am so, so, so glad that I did. Um, so. My concentration is now physical education, which I study, you know, how to be a PE teacher and a coach, um, which I love because it's the perfect balance of, like, the sciencey side of things and then also the relational side of teaching. Um, and I, uh, I mean, it obviously relates directly to my career goals. Uh, I'd love to be a, a PE teacher uh, and I want to coach as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm super glad that I chose Kines and I'm you know obviously not changing now so <laughs> it's too late now um so with that um with it being um your senior year near the end um how uh, have you done any internships or plan to do any in the near future um yes so i will i will be doing a, an internship after i graduate um still trying to nail that down but uh I have done a lot of internships off campus at various schoolings, schoolings at various schools, um, uh, shadowing teachers, um, and that has been super sweet. Uh, it's been really, really good to get uh, hands-on experience in the classroom or um, on the blacktop, wherever it is that we are, or in the gym or whatnot. Um, but it's been great to um, follow an experienced teacher who knows what they're doing um, and just really get the inside tips because. There's nothing that prepares you better for being in the classroom than being in the classroom itself. And so um, I think being able to learn how to uh, implement classroom management has been the biggest takeaway from um, interning in the classroom. Uh, It's been uh, very beneficial and I will absolutely uh, use that when I'm a PE teacher. Um, I think my favorite part about um, interning is just the relationships that are built and like having an opportunity to love on students um, and to just see them succeed, uh, whatever that that may look like. So uh, for a few of my students, they excelled um, in all sports. They were extremely athletic. Uh, No one could keep up with them. Um, So encouraging them to compete with other students that were highly successful athletically was um, really rewarding to see them uh, challenge one another. And then the students that were um, overweight, did not like sports, uh, did not have a competitive bone in their body. Mm -hmm. It was more challenging, obviously, but so rewarding to uh, give them an outlet to where they can um, fall in love with some sort of exercise, even if they don't like know they're exercising. Mm -hmm. So whether that be some type of dance or whether that's jogging or whether that's swimming or, you know, there's a plethora of, um, you know, ways to exercise other than our typical sports-based model. So it was just really neat to see them find something that they love um, and hopefully stick with it for uh, the remainder of their life. Yeah. So with that, did you um, have a spe- specific grade that you internship? 
Uh, yeah, so I primarily worked with um, first and second grade. And then while I was there, you know, PE teachers these days, they don't just specialize in like first grade or mm-hmm. they don't specialize in a single grade. Like oftentimes they have every grade at one school one day and then they go to a different school the next day and they have every grade at that school um, that day. Or, you know, I mean, there's just so many ways you do it, but you're constantly at different schools. You're mm-hmm. constantly working with different grades. Um, and because physical education is diminishing in public schools uh, so much, they only have like 45 minutes of PE a week. So you really do have to find like multiple schools that you can be employed by or else you're out of jobs. So uh, that's a little bit scary. And I can't remember what I was going with. Oh, uh, I worked with first and second grade and fifth grade at uh, a local school here in Azusa. Um, And it was clarifying in the sense that I don't love elementary school. Like I, I definitely think that I can do elementary school. I just... I have a huge heart for high school students Um, and the students that are troubled and the students that are disrespectful to their teachers and who don't really know where they fit in this world. I want those students. I want to love on those students. I want to um, show them the love that Christ has for them whatever way I can. Um, And yeah, I really want to work with high school. So it was clarifying. It was good to like know that like high school is where I belong, where I want to be. Um, so I think that was like confirmed too, because in the midst of interning at schools, I was also able to uh, coach on the side. So nice. coaching high school students was um, super encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good, good opportunity for sure. And so with that, would you say just seeing how hard it was for these kids to be active and or not be active outside of school and see that they're having trouble with getting involved with being active would you say like that's one of the hardest parts with being in this career um yeah absolutely I mean there's so many times students it's it's not the fault of the student for not being active um we can't really blame the students because no one's no one's either shown them how or no one's uh, shown them something that actually interests them that they can actually get involved in because I can throw a baseball to a kid all day long in the PE classroom but that doesn't mean that he's going to go home and really love throwing the baseball or playing baseball itself Mm -hmm. Um, so like we as physical educators um, it's our responsibility to find something that each student can individually love Mm -hmm. Um, and like that is highly controversial because um you might have a unit that lasts for three weeks that only four students find uh, enjoyable. But, you know, I mean, it's it's up to you to decide if that's worth it to, like, mm-hmm. reach those four students. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely challenging to, like, reach uh, students that necessarily aren't necessarily active. Um, but, I mean, it makes that job so much more so much more enjoyable, too, when you do succeed in doing that. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so we kind of already kind of explained after this, like when after you graduate, you do want to do internships, but do you have any other plans after you graduate? Do I have any other plans? I would love to travel. Um, I don't know how that fits in with my career, to be honest with you. Um, but I would also love to, uh, coach. Um, Mm -hmm. I talked about that a little bit earlier, but, um, I think it's really, I mean, you know, 
being a PE teacher, it's, it's great because you have those kids for a year and then they ship them off. So, you know, it's great and it's bad all in one. Um, but I think when you're a coach of like a club team, um, you really get to like truly invest your time and your effort and your energy into into your students and your athletes um, and watch them grow and develop throughout the years that you're coaching them. Hopefully they stay with you, but you know, things happen too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just think it's so rewarding to um, really invest and love on students and like actually watch them grow mm-hmm. um, and like be a part of their uh, athletic journey, whatever that may look like. So um, I love to coach um, and travel but we'll see you know gotta gotta look at the bank account for that yeah one, so. it's rough out here at APU yeah honestly um but um is there a specific sport that you would like to coach yes um soccer it's kind of a given um I play soccer here at APU so like I feel like that would be a good outlet I've been coached by a lot of people so and I know I kind of know the game you know but, yeah <laughs> um no so soccer would be definitely a given I'd love to coach soccer but I also Um, have always loved volleyball. Mm. Now, I'm not, like, super uh, volleyball IQ savvy, um, (laughs) but, I mean, that would definitely be a good after-college challenge to really know the game of volleyball and invest in that. Um, But, I mean, yeah, soccer, couldn't coach couldn't coach honestly I'd love to coach football but I don't I mean I know about football but yeah. like I just like couldn't anyways yeah it's, I'm, it's I'm, ranting now. I'm ranting now yeah okay and is there any general advice for a college freshman or a transfer student new day APU yes so um your days here will fly by and I know I'm saying this in the middle of midterm season but I <laughs> promise you it will fly by um and then you're going to be looking back at your freshman year like what the heck like this is crazy we uh just graduated and I was here four years ago as a freshman so um enjoy it while it lasts because it sucks in the middle of midterm season but the excitement of the stress that comes with midterm season is for sure going to be missed um and then I also say as far as your classes and like class selection goes I know it's like a huge deal for people to choose classes based off of um choose classes based off of times like what's convenient like no I don't want Friday classes whatever boohoo anyways um I would strongly suggest um talking to people and listening to who they say to take um and you know not being afraid of the challenging teachers but like make sure that um they're challenging you in good ways so for example I mean I know it's very common to take an easy uh teacher or so-called easy teacher for like your bible classes and whatnot but um, like I think it is so worthwhile to actually dive into those courses and see how the Lord can like really work through your life in those classes because they are life changing and they are faith breaking um, in some of the best ways possible. So um, yeah, I would just encourage to choose wisely as far as your professors go and not really pay attention to the times, but just be willing to put yourself out there for um, a professor that may rock your world. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. And lastly, any advice related to being a kinesi major? Uh, okay, kinesiology is easily the best major here. Uh, no shame about saying that, but it's also very much so a family. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember sitting in my first kin course with uh, Dr. Tana Wilson and a lot of people I didn't know. And um, now they are my best friends and we go to every class together because there's only like 10 of us in my specific concentration. So we just travel all around together. So I would just say like dig into the people around you um, and really invest in them because 
they will be people in your field when you leave college and uh, you guys can be great um, not only friends but resources to each other mm-hmm. so love on the people um, love on the professors because they are an amazing resource to you as well so I would just say enjoy it and uh, good luck in a nat and fizz <laughs> well you hear you heard it here right from a <laughs> senior student yourself so Thank you so much, Courtney, for giving me your time and your wisdom. And anybody who wants to get coached by her, just hit me up and I'll give her her information. (laughs) So thank you guys for joining and I'll see you guys next time.